0: Hello everyone, my name is Caleb Walgren. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 152 of Brody Sports Talk, where we are going to tighten up. We are all talking about things for the Tennessee Titans. I am joined by a former oiler himself, Derek Rusnick. Derek, how are you doing today?
1: Yes, so I, I did change my oil, so I did... I am an oiler of car parts. Uh, That's the closest I will ever get to be an oiler. Uh, Maybe went to a Barons game one time that is oil related. So hello, everyone. We're talking about the Tennessee Titans, and I am excited.
0: Absolutely. And let's face it, the Titans had an exciting season. Uh, Just to go ahead and give them credit where credit is due. Uh, I did not think the Titans were going to do well before the season. Their over-under was at nine. They clearly hit over that. Derek nailed that and had them winning the division and going to the playoffs. So kudos to Derek for being smarter than me about this team. I think it's because he's an old line guy and he happens to love when teams establish the run. So let's go ahead and talk about establishing the run. There are several players that actually did run the ball for the team this year, in part because Derek Henry missed time. Uh, In eight games, he had 219 carries, which is an (laughs) absurd amount of carries for eight games. Hold on, calculator time. Uh, 27 plus carries a game, that is, coming out to And with that, he still had 937 yards and 10 touchdowns. What an insane talent that man is um we were worried that they might run him into the ground and it turned out that they did a little bit so then their running game became significantly more chaotic there's names like Deonta Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard who both had over th- or 350 plus yards of rushing then we have names like Jeremy McNichols who was on the team all year and got in and played some. And then Adrian Peterson, Adrian you Peterson uh, with his excellent three yards per attempt uh, for, but he did get a touchdown. He did get a touchdown. And I mean, he caught almost as many passes as Derek Henry with four Derek Henry for the year had 18, but when we're talking about, I mean, Vrabel wants to run the ball. He does it. He does it well. Uh, you know, kudos to Todd Downing, their new offensive coordinator. I, I, I think that they were missing, uh, just to connect to yesterday's episode a little bit, they were missing Arthur Smith a little bit. They weren't able to be as effective as an offense, but it's not for lack of, uh, refusing to run the football—that's for sure. Uh, anything you want to add in, or
1: yeah? So uh, as every, you know, we know that everyone listens to every single episode, uh, every single team. So yesterday, uh, or, or our last time, we spoke about the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, we they had two different uh, running backs at the time, and if you add up their uh, run, their attempts together. Um, it makes up uh, just a little bit more attempts uh, over their whole 17-game season that Derrick Henry had in uh, in eight games. So there was an, an emphasis on, on the run game in, in Tennessee. So I love run games. I love um, if you can run it down someone's throat and do what you want to do, impose your will, that makes me happy. Um, seeing Derek Henry hurt definitely was uh, was a down uh, downside, but they still ended up on the number one seed in the AFC playoffs. So you know they still had um, a really good plan, and they had a good defense. And so I'm gonna steal the subject matter, and we're gonna move over to take away thieves. So across the entire season, um, the Titans had 16 interceptions across those games. In that, uh, Kevin, was it Bayard? That, Bayard, uh, yeah. Bayard. Uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Bayard had five of those all by himself. Uh, David Long, Kirsten Fulton, Rashad Evans all had two apiece. So you can see that it, it kind of spreads around. I mean, you, you uh, Kevin Bayard had had most of them, he was a standout. He also led the team in tackles at the safety position. Um so you can see that the that their their opponents went for more passing on them. And that makes sense when you have an established run game that your opponents are going to have to pass more and your safeties are going to have a good amount of tackles and your secondary is going to have Uh, those interceptions. So a a really good defense to go along with that offense. If everything would have went as planned, I think the Tennessee Titans could have went a lot further in 2021. Um, I mean, they they went really far. They got the number one seed in a really crowded AFC. I mean, the the Chiefs were there, um, the eventual AFC champion, Bengals were there. You never count out the Patriots. Um, So, you know, being a number one team in the AFC was definitely a, uh, a, a jewel within their crown. So they should not be hanging their head this year for what they did last year.
0: I mean, I completely agree. Fired, what a great year. He also led the team in forced fumbles. He had a pick six and a fumble recovery for a touchdown. And I mean, 16 takeaways Let's uh, through the air, that's fantastic. You know, there are plenty of games where you go out and you don't take the ball away from your opponent. But that's what every coaching staff preaches. Hey, go out there, take the ball away, and go get the win. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and talk about the best moment and worst moment for the Tennessee Titans this past year. And I'll go ahead and get that ball rolling. So I have what I think is a definitive best moment for them during the year. And Derek, you can tell me if you remember this or if you have something different. I'm uh, not sure where you're coming from here, but it was back on November the 7th during Sunday Night Football when they were playing the future super bowl champion los angeles rams uh they would end up winning the game uh 28 to 16 with the rams really scoring a garbage time touchdown in the late minutes of that game which so it would have been 28 to 9 otherwise but my key moment comes in the first half of that game and it really just keys in with exactly what you were talking about so uh, matthew stafford tried to find robert woods he was picked off by Kevin Byard and returned 24 yards for a touchdown. The Titans ended up going up 14 to 3 at that point. And I feel like at that point they were riding their winning streak. Um technically, they didn't even have Derrick Henry for that game because he, like I said, he played the first eight games. That this was the first game without him. And so they were coming back and they were like, we don't need to have Derrick Henry. We can still come out and win. We can still come out and dominate someone. And they came up into LA and pushed the Rams around SoFi Stadium, which uh, is a lot easier said than done. Uh, do you have a different best moment for them this year, or
1: no? What, I want to talk about think? the worst moment for them.
0: Oh, okay. I might have a different one, but let me let's hear what you've got because I've yeah, we're probably pretty similar.
1: Yeah. So the worst moment for me. Uh, 15 seconds left in their playoff game, their divisional playoff. And they go down with 15 seconds left in the fourth quarter. They tie up the game at 16 apiece. And you think, okay, this game, the Bengals are going to take a knee. They're going to play for overtime. You're going to try to win the game there. They were behind a good portion of the game, but in the last A few minutes of that game, they they get it together, they tie it up, and you're like, okay, you know, we're going to play for overtime. What happens? The eventual AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals, move down the field in 15 seconds. Evan McPherson, who, by the way, is a rookie and is the leading scorer on the Bengals last year, does everything, kicks the game-winning field goal, the number one seed is out of the playoffs. At that point, you don't expect to. Uh, you didn't expect it. It was a really tough game. You're – I mean, you're the best team in the AFC by record. You're a twelve and five team, and you think you you think you you got a chance to win move on in the playoffs, and that happens. So I want to say their worst moment of the year, watching that ball go through the uprights um, in the divisional playoff game. What about you, Caleb?
0: So uh, I don't mean to contradict you, but I think our timelines are a little bit off here. So they had scored the, the to tie it with 15 seconds left in the third.
1: Did I have and that wrong? I, I looked at the score wrong?
0: Yeah, 15 seconds left in the third is when uh, Tannehill tied it up with A.J. Brown. Okay. But I would agree the McPherson field goal is probably the lowest moment because that's when they knew it was over. But four plays before that is when Tannehill threw the interception to lose them the ball when they were trying to get into field goal range. Uh, He was trying to hit Nick Westbrook-Akine, and it was intercepted by – someone who I know you are a stand of in Logan Wilson. Yes. Uh, this is a Logan Wilson stand podcast among many people we are stands for. And the Bengals got it, had a quick one to Jamar chase to get into field goal range. And then McPherson said, Hey, we're going to, uh, the, AFC the AFC championship, championship game. game. Yeah.
1: yeah. I did have my, I, now that I look back at it, I, I did have my timeline, I, uh, I wrote it down wrong, so uh, listeners, I can make a mistake once in a while. I'm pretty perfect, but uh, I I just had it written down wrong because I was looking at the, at the times that that uh, that that had happened.
0: Yeah, I mean, we both knew that it was the loss to Cincinnati. Yeah, home loss in the playoffs when you are the home seed number, you know, home field advantage, and you lose your first game. It hurts. Uh, Trust me, as a fan of a a different team, I I fully understand how that Mm. feels. So before I uh, open up too many old wounds, I do want to thank you all for listening to this episode of Brody Sports Talk. If you enjoy our Tennessee Titans preview, be sure to subscribe. We'll be having a lot of different uh, recaps coming out of how things went during the 2021-2022 NFL season. And we we want to really relive some of those best and yet worst moments with you. So on behalf of Derek, my name is Caleb Walgren. We are going to go ahead and sign out. And y'all have a good one. Bye.
1: Bye, guys.